Hey, everybody. I need to take a moment out of this podcast just to uh, talk to you just briefly about Anchor. Anchor is the platform that I use to make this podcast, and I have to tell you that it is a game changer. I was really nervous about how to find the time to record my podcast and to get it out to the world, and Anchor made it such an easy process. Everything is in one place. You just sign up. It distributes everything to all of the different um, platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, all of those. And literally all you need to do is record and edit uh, just straight from the platform. It is a game changer because it's so easy. Check it out today um, by downloading the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I highly recommend it. It's what I use and it has been a game changer for myself and for other people who are listening to my podcast. So go check it out. Hey, everybody, it's Tara Bryan, and you are listening to Course Building Secrets Podcast. Hey, everybody, in today's episode, I want to talk about how you may be creating some crazy in your business or um, as you're trying to create your course. Sometimes we create our own level of crazy by creating what I call the swirl, right? And so Um, I was in a meeting yesterday with my team, and it's fascinating. One of the things that that I strive to do in my business is to try and simplify and systematize everything that we do, right? So every time we have a conversation that sounds similar to a prior conversation, I always look at it and I say, okay, how can we make this more simple? How can we, you know, structure this, simplify this, systematize this so we don't have to have the same conversation the next time that this comes up? And so in yesterday's conversation, it was fascinating because we were talking about how do we create um, kind of synergies within the team around parts of the process that feel like they are completely custom, right? They feel like every single time you start a new project, uh, they're the pieces that really take up a lot of time and energy. And how do we start looking at those a little bit differently? And so I, you know, I always chuckle because, um, you know, in the course building process, when you're first starting to build your course and you're trying to figure out, you know, all of the stuff that you have in your head or, you know, say you've picked a topic and you go out and you research the topic, right? You don't know a lot about it or whatever, and you have to go out and research and you have to go look at what other people are doing. You look at books, you look at um, websites, you look at, you know, all of these different resources in order to sort of distill it down into a simplified framework that you can help teach um, other people so they can be successful, right? So you've got sort of this, this initial mess, right, that's happening Um, until you get your arms around it and then you can help someone else be successful um, by by giving them sort of that that organized framework, right? And so at the beginning of our process, you know, a client will come to us or a customer will come to us us and say, okay, we need a course built on this topic or this is my expertise and I want to build a course that really teaches people how to do this thing that I am the best at doing. Um, which is awesome, and that is, you know, you know, the best case scenario, right? Is, you know, coming to us with an idea, not so much something fully baked out. Because if it's fully baked out, most of the time it's really content or information heavy, and um, and so what we do is we help our clients 
actually put it into a structure that helps them um, teach other people, right? When you have all the expertise in your head, you kind of forget what it's like to not have that expertise in your head. And so it's helping that them think about the learner and where they are, right? If you're looking from like a scale from one to 10, the learner is probably a one or a two. And as an expert, you're a 10 and you have to back yourself up to a one or two just to get the right level of detail or in in some cases, lack of detail, right? In order to get that learner to be successful in what you're teaching. So there's a bit of a mess or there's a bit of a crazy at the beginning, um, but one of the things in my, you know, 25 plus years of doing this is really unpacking that level of, of mess that happens at the beginning. And there's a lot of different ways that we go about doing that, um, and helping subject matter experts, helping people kind of get all of that out of their head and put it into some sort of framework. And, um, and that includes, as an instructional designer or as a designer of your program, um, how to sort of simplify that process. So again, yesterday we were having this meeting, and one of my designers uh, was sort of in the swirl, is what I call it, right? Where it's like, okay, well, I have all my notes, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that, I'm pulling this together, I'm looking at this, I'm looking at that, I'm having all these ideas that are coming up about how I can teach this and how this all floats together, and it was just sort of the the swirl, the complexity, um, the the k- kind of crazy of that iteration and design process. Um, right before you get to the point where you can build the framework, where all the steps sort of um, start to come together, where you can look at the learner's journey and say, okay, so here's where we are today. Here's where we want them to go. Here are the steps that we take them on. And then, and only then, do we put the information into those steps, right? So a lot of times what people do is they start looking at all the information and then they just put you know, here's where all the information lands, you know, in this outline. And what that does is gives the learner too much most of the time, right? They get that kind of cognitive overload. And, um, and so, and so it's always fascinating to me to kind of unpack this in terms of how do you stop that swirl? Because most of the time what happens, unless you're a crazy designer, like, like those of us who love to work through all of that mess in order to come out on the other side with something very nice and and, and teachable, because um, there are those of us who love that, right? But for the average person, all you really want to do is get everything out of your head into a way that makes sense for people, that gets you out of overwhelm as quickly as possible. And so um, there are a couple of different ways that you can do that. And there are a couple of different ways that we recommend um, that people um, who have sort of found themselves in this world get themselves out. So the very first thing I'm already mentioned, which is doing the learner's journey, right? So you're really chunking up that experience um, to create that framework, right? So you look at you know, where someone is today from a learner's perspective, and you look at where you want to take them, and then you chunk up their journey, right? So you create steps along the path for them to take, um, for them to get to success. So that's the first way to sort of get yourself out of the information swirl 
of what you're going to teach, right? Because what you want to do is get them to the how. This is the journey that you're going to go on so you can be successful. Here's how you do it. Here are the steps that you take. Here's your journey. Here are the rocks that you go on in order to get to the result. So that's the very first thing is, is chunk it up. And then the next thing that you're going to do is look for patterns or rules that um, will help you simplify the process, right? So when I say patterns, I'm looking at um, a lot of different techniques in order to really identify how things are fitting together, right? So if you're looking at the steps and how those um, those are created, are there certain patterns of how they're going to go through the different pieces, right? Are there places where it makes sense? So are there natural ways um, or patterns that you can see in the steps, right? So for example, if you're looking at the first step, which is to, um, I don't know, uh, apply this particular model, right? Um, And you look at a pattern or a rule, is there sort of a, a way that that is the norm in terms of talking about it or teaching it or connecting it back to somebody's real life experience, right? Is there sort of a, a general way that those, um, those things are, are explained um, or sort of a general rule? One of my favorite things um, to talk about when you are talking about kind of rules or standards or things that are just sort of the norms that people get, right, is um, consider the credit card machines that we have right now when the whole um, uh, n- new like magnetic chip thing started, right? Is that every single place that you go has a different way that it's recorded, right? So sometimes it's press the green button. Sometimes it's press the red button. Sometimes it's, you know, press something else that's totally random, right? So you don't have that sense of standard or consistency in how things are done. So every single time you have to think about it and it's like, oh my gosh, I just wish that it was always the green button, right? So it's looking for those things in what you're teaching that are the natural patterns or the natural rules that people should follow. Because every time you add in that cognitive dissonance where it's like you have to think, is it the red button or the green button? Oh my gosh, no, it was the wrong button because I pressed the wrong thing because it wasn't what I was expecting, you, you throw people off, and so it's harder for them to learn. So looking for those patterns and identifying those and helping, helping those rules and standards happen, and then you can build them in, build those in, and so people can be successful as they're going through, right? The other piece of this, other than chunking it up and looking for patterns and rules, is to look for opportunities to systematize what you're doing. How do you create a system around it so every single time you do something, you're not reinventing the wheel? I always say that this is like 50 first dates, right? <laughs> There's no reason if you're creating something that, and, and this is especially true if you're creating courses for people, is like create something that they can use that will shortcut their process, that will systematize what they're doing, automate what they're doing. And so you don't have to redo it every time, right? Because not only will it increase the amount of questions you have if you don't have something that somebody can replicate, but it also makes it that you have to start over every single time. So if you're creating a course um, and you know that it's just one part of your value ladder, for example, 
Um, look at your entire value ladder and see how you can replicate what you're doing now in the future by creating systems around it. And so um, you don't have to keep duplicating the process. So anyway, hopefully this podcast serves you today. Uh, it's really looking at how you can eliminate the swirl in what you're doing. How do you decrease the level of complexity and increase your level of success by adding in some of sort of the the general techniques of how to move through a process, which is looking for those rules and patterns and making sure that you're identifying those, chunking it up so you're looking at the right pieces and not just a bunch of information, not just a bunch of content, um, because that's not going to serve anyone. And it's going to you know, increase that amount of overwhelm that you have when you're trying to put something together. And then how do you look for repeatable or um, opportunities that in what you're creating to systematize what you have so you can replicate it um, much more quickly? So uh, leave a comment below. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. If you ever find yourself kind of stuck in this world um, and how to get out of that level of complexity. And whether or not these techniques have helped or any other techniques that you have. Um, also, don't forget to leave a, uh, a rating and share this podcast with other people. I would love to get the message out uh, more. Visit me on uh, Tara Bryan Live where you'll get daily tips um, and additional things along with this podcast where we're interacting, we're having conversations around how to build your course, how to build your course business, um, because it's just as important to build the structure and the business around your online course as it is to build your course, right? So we look at both of those things. Um, and if you need help getting yourself out of this swirl, uh, we have a lot of different options for you. And so reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you about um, what would work best for you. Um, but the swirl is real, guys. Like I was talking to my team yesterday, and a lot of the people on my team have 20 plus years of experience in putting together courses. And the swirl is real. We still experience it. But what we've done now is we've put systems in place that help us get through that swirl much more quickly. Um, and so we don't kind of get stuck in it, right? We're able to help our clients move from that level of overwhelm and all of the information and, oh my gosh, what am I going to teach to a systematic approach to, um, you know, putting the, the material out there in a way that helps your learners get results. So again, reach out to me if um, this is something that sounds like it would be valuable for you. Uh, I'd love to talk to you. So uh, until next time, have a great day. Hey, everybody, wanted to come on at the end of this episode and let you know about an event that's coming up in August of 2023. So we are super excited to announce the second annual Gamify My Course Camp five-day challenge that's coming up. It is totally free. And listen, what it's going to do is help you think about how do you add participation? How do you add more engagement and opportunities for your people to actually get results in your online programs? And each day we're going to jump on live with actionable tips for you to be able to do that. So I would love to invite you to sign up for the Gamify My Course Camp 
which is going to be August 7th through the 11th with a special bonus session on the 14th. So come and join us. Can't wait to see you at camp this year because listen, your kids get to go to camp. Other people get to go to camp. So I think over the summer, we should all go to camp as well. All right. So we're going to do fun activities like tug of war and um, archery practice and different things like that. So go check out our page at uh, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 2023 underscore gamify. That is how you can get a hold of us. In the show notes, there should be a QR code and this link for you to jump on and register. It's totally free and would love to see you on August 7th. All right, there you go. Have a great day.